Badass. It's Amethyst Mahoney of Spiritual Badass, and I'm so excited to welcome you today to another episode of the podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, comments, questions, or anything that comes up to you from listening. If you'd like to connect with me deeper, be sure to follow the podcast and continue to listen. And also go on over to my page on Facebook, where I share daily insights, commentaries, and downloads from the universe on how to run a multiple six-figure business just by being yourself. It is full of information for ambitious and success-minded entrepreneurs just like you, and you'll be able to connect with other incredible leaders right there on the page. I'll see you on the other side of this podcast, and remember, get clients, kick ass, and repeat. We are here today to talk to Desiree Wolf of Slightly Unfiltered. So Desiree is a self-proclaimed self-care junkie who loves a strong cup of coffee, which I am right there today, (laughs) and inspiring women to do big things. She has co-authored a book on leadership and communication for the direct sales industry, and she's an event planner by trade, former marketing and small business coach, and now the host of Slightly Unfiltered Podcast and creator of the coffee brand by the same name, launching summer of 2021. I'm like... might need some of that. Desiree is a fireball who has a magnetic force. She is on a mission to give women the permission they need to do big things by taking things one sip at a time. And of course, if you are a guy, you can probably get some pointers on this as well. um, And also understand the women around you who are in business and why we have to talk about these things so much. (laughs) Because it Drives me crazy sometimes. Welcome, Desiree. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation. Yay. So a a couple things. I actually, there's a a post, it's like a Twitter feed that some guy did about, um, you know, a lady that he worked with and it's going around again right now. And it was so funny because he was like, he's, I guess he's the manager or she's on his team or something. It's a corporate job. And his boss was complaining about how, how she's slow with clients. And the guy said, so one day I'm like getting a lot of flack from this guy who should be a really easy client. He's like arguing with me about everything, da, 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 da. And then he notices at the bottom of the email, it signed Nicole because they had a shared email thread going. So he pops in another email and says, hey, this is Michael or whatever his name is. And I'm taking over this account for Nicole. And he said immediately the guy's entire attitude changed. Mm -hmm. And everything that he was saying was now suddenly accepted. And oh, these are the best ideas ever, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So he actually did an experiment where he switched names with Nicole or whoever it was for two weeks. And he said it was the worst two weeks of his life and the most productive two weeks for her. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, my eyes are rolling all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to share that for any guys who are watching as well. That's why you should stick around and listen. The struggle is real, my friends. Struggle is real. I always like to say it doesn't matter if you have a JJ, but I mean, really for a lot of people, it, it does. And being a small business owner is no different. Trying to feel like you have to convince people sometimes or the reason that I showed up in this shirt today it says love Hoff no limits that's a 
they're on Hoth right there pre pre dinner. <laughs> you know the Star Wars movie, which you should. Um, but <laughs> you know it it's like having these ideas of how you're supposed to show up and how you have to be is can be really difficult, especially when you're a woman. You know, this is such a great conversation. I was just observing, um, I've been spending a lot of time over on LinkedIn and I was observing the different types of posts um, from men versus women. So, uh, you know, I'm a huge Gary Vee fan. I just absolutely love him. Um, and I was watching one of his keynotes and he's, you know, he's got the old sweatshirt, the hoodie and the, and the tore up jeans and the sneakers on. And right below that was a, a speaking clip from a woman who I absolutely admire here locally in Vegas. And she's got a full suit on and they're both speaking to very similar crowds of, small business owners. And I thought, what kind of BS is this? Can you imagine if a woman walked out on stage wearing a hoodie, her hair in the messy bun style, and she's got some sneakers on, I can only imagine what the entire crowd would be thinking. Mm -hmm. So I think as women, we have to get more comfortable with being who we are. So the fact that you're wearing a t-shirt today and I have, you know, an old band t-shirt on. <gasps> it's Blondie. My yes. husband would throw fit right now. He'd be like, ah. <laughs> well, he probably you know, wouldn't do that, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, well, your husband sounds very charismatic. <laughs> you know, I, I think it, we have to normalize women dressing the way that they want to dress. Mm -hmm. you know, especially in business, we have to show up how we're comfortable because I honestly think if we show, if we show up the way that we're comfortable, we're going to show up more and we're going to show up with more confidence. Yeah. Uh, You know, I don't know about you, but if I were to put on a blazer and some blingy jewelry today and, you know, have, you know, the perfect lipstick and all that kind of stuff, it would probably feel a little out of place. Yeah. <laughs> because it, that's not who I am. That's not who you are. It's, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we, we have to figure out how to get more comfortable being ourselves. And I was just having this conversation this morning. I do a tarot energy reading every week for one of my groups. And I was like, you guys, this is exactly the energy right now. I'm so glad we're talking today because that was the reading today. It was like, throw away the bullshit and the persona and the thinking you have to show up a certain way and the energy has actually shifted. So I believe that we can show up in, you know, a hoodie or sweatpants or our nerd shirts or whatever it is that you, I, and I said to my group this morning, I said, you know what, fuck it. Let's just all Jenna marbles out and be done with it. (laughs) I love that so much. You know, it's so funny when I made the transition from being in the corporate world to starting my own business as a, as a business coach, I knew that I wanted to work with, um, of course there goes the dog. Um, I knew that I wanted to work with women and I knew that I wanted to work with home-based business owners, which are usually moms making that transition into starting a business. And so I had this whole fancy website that I worked up and I spent weeks writing the copy for, and I thought, I sound like a business consultant. And so I had a friend of mine who was a web designer 
I said, just take a look at the website. Let me know your initial thoughts. I've never done anything like this before. And she goes, you know what? It's really well-written and it's boring as shit. (laughs) And I went, well, thanks. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, with your kind of personality, you can't have a boring website. She goes, you sound like every other business consultant out there. And she's like, and that's not you. She goes, you drop F-bombs in the middle of a conversation with the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. She's like, that's who you are. You have to let that show because there's other people out there like you. And that was a huge eye-opener for me. That was kind of like the permission that I needed to be okay with dropping F-bombs in a business setting. (laughs) Yeah, which I still get people, you know, oh, you're so unprofessional. I got it. I got another message last week. You're unprofessional. And I was just like, hmm, I wanted to write back so bad, like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I didn't, I was actually nice. And then she <laughs> threw a fit and blocked me. I was like, damn, I should have just said, fuck off. Damn you know, it. why didn't I do that? But the idea of what is professional and, and interestingly, the idea of what women attack other women about mm. and calling them unprofessional is professional profoundly amazing to me when I watch it in the online space. Some women will pass so much judgment on other women and then just eat up Gary Vee and people like that. Or Mark Zuckerberg, who Mm -hmm. does not have a single photo that does not have a stain on his stupid fucking shirt. I don't know if he wears the same one or what. It's got to be the same (laughs) freaking hoodie and the same shirt. Yeah, it's got that one. Every picture, look for the stain, right? You can tell it's Zuck. (laughs) It's so, it's so funny. And women in the meantime, we're killing ourselves. But then what I have found out is if you do dress up and you, you are trying to do that certain persona, that professional, let's just say in quote persona, Mm -hmm. then when you try to do content, you try to take a picture or you try to do like an Instagram reel or video, it's never good enough. Right. Because now you're in perfection mode and it just, it's, you're not going to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the ways we can kind of, you know, I want to say get over it, but work through that. <laughs> <laughs> well, step number one, you have to get over it. Um, step, uh, step number one, honestly, is figure out, and this is going to be a loaded step. You have to kind of figure out who you are. Like w- in what settings are you the most comfortable? And for me, I had to take a look at how do I act when I'm in my group of girlfriends? You know, who, who am I? And do I, do I like being that person? And, you know, 95% of the time, that's when I'm the most comfortable. That's when I allow myself to be who I am. So I kind of had to take inventory of, okay, well, who, who is Desiree? You know, I, I just had to kind of figure out, well, who, who am I? And how do I want others to perceive me? You might be the person who you want others to see you in the suit and everything perfect good for you. But if that makes you uncomfortable, then don't force yourself into it. And I think a lot of women try to force themselves to have a certain look that is not who they are naturally. So embrace who you are and just really start to get comfortable with being okay with letting others see that. And it's, there's no magic pill. I can't give you the secret formula for figuring that out. I think some people, I know women in their twenties that have it figured out and bless them. I, I think they're, they're amazing. If you can figure out who you are in your twenties, um, the journey really didn't happen for me until I was almost 40. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's just something you have to allow yourself to experience what 
lights you up and, and, and where your personality comes from and just really learn to embrace that. Yeah. And I think it changes. I mean, not to curse all the women in their twenties, like when you turn 40 girl, look out. Oh yeah. But that does happen. You know, we're, we're different at different stages. And a lot of my people, especially are in spiritual journeys. A lot of them are ex-fundamentalists. And so as you kind of break away from, you know, over controlling religion, you're who you are is going to evolve and change for decades because you never even knew who you were at the very beginning, if you were indoctrinated into some kind of system. So how do you get comfortable with being who you are right now? Even if you're thinking, well, that's not authentically who I really am without having to wait until you're 65 before you start your business. You know, practice, practice in safe settings, have conversations with your friends, you know, about this sounds so cheesy, but when I was first doing this branding journey, and this was, you know, over 10 years ago, one of the first things they teach is go to Facebook and ask people, what is one word that you would use to describe me? Mm -hmm. And it was actually very eye-opening on some of the things that friends described me as that I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I love that. And there were a couple of times that I was like, ew, gross, like you're rude. <laughs> you know, but you know, just have conversations with people that you're around and be like, you know what, what's the first, what, what's the first thing you would say to describe me? And that actually really becomes eye-opening as far as how you're putting yourself out there. So mm-hmm. I think really just taking inventory of who you are currently is something that you can be doing right now. Yeah. Cause I always say, you know, you can't be inauthentic if you're being who you are right now, just because exactly. it changes doesn't mean that you did anything wrong previously. Right. Yeah. Who I was 10 years ago is not who I am today. And no. yet I, I was authentically me the entire time mm-hmm. I, that hasn't changed. So yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it's just really being honest with yourself too. Yeah. That's and if, question. if you guys don't believe that or don't get it, like look up eighties wedding pictures, just you mm-hmm. know, see. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, everyone had like the bangs and the, the bangs, the, the aquanet. <laughs> I still, I, I think I bought some aquanet like earlier this year. My husband was like, okay, grandma. <laughs> it's got that smell. <laughs> I was, I was like, listen, I'm going to watch golden girls and go to water aerobics. Okay. So don't mess with me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. There was a, there was a meme that was floating around and it was, it was, it's a high school yearbook picture of all the girls with the big hair. And it said, um, if this is your high school yearbook picture, it's time for collagen. (laughs) (laughs) Personally attacked. Man, so mean. So, um, speaking of collagen, that's something you can put in coffee. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yes, it certainly is. (laughs) So, so I read in your thing that you you actually have a shop with a lot of stuff. I've seen some of your coffee cups and things. I really need to go and like just buy some of your shit. Um, seriously, yes, buy my shit. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys buy her shit. Um, but there's some really cool stuff in here. But then you said you're gonna have this coffee, and the first thing I thought of that has nothing to do with you, of course. I went to a networking meeting years ago, speaking of like networking and how women are, you know, kind of taught to get started and things. And this guy, I went to a networking meeting, this guy in in, back in person when we could go outside and shit. Um, And this guy ran up to me 
And he starts shoving a business card in my face and saying, hey, you need some of my weight loss coffee. (gasps) And I was like, you need to get the fuck out of my face before I punch you. (laughs) I was just going to say, and you need to be punched in the face. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, so you're calling me fat. And there were like two or three people right there. And then the whole rest of the room. And then I I said it as loud as I could. And you know, I am loud, girl. (laughs) So everybody in the room turns around and looks at this guy and he's all you know trying to backtrack and stuff yeah anyway that's my coffee story how about your coffee (laughs) is it a magic mushroom dark chocolate weight loss my coffee has nothing to do with weight loss it's not gonna (laughs) it's gonna promise you a damn good cup of coffee that's that's all the promises that my cups of coffee are gonna bring you (laughs) and that's how it should be we don't need coffee cross branding into mushroom land and whatever the hell like mossy I don't even know like no no I mean I (laughs) I drink my coffee with no creamer so what do I know I'm looking for a good cup of coffee that can give me the ass kick I need to get going in the morning that's the goal of slightly unfiltered coffee when it launches this summer. <laughs> That's awesome. How did you end up doing something like that? Cause I know there's so many women who want to make products and want to, you know, do something like that. And it just seems like it can be really complicated when you're looking at things, especially when you start taking into concern, what everybody on the internet might say about it. You know, like, mm-hmm. is it locally and environmentally sourced? Are you giving back to farmers and blah, blah, blah? Like, how do you navigate the cultural consciousness and, and you know, wanting to help the environment and people and everything like that versus like, I just want to create a fucking product, y'all. Yeah, well, that's me is I just wanted to create a fucking product. I, you know, it wasn't it, so, you know, a little bit of the backstory is I came from the direct sales and network marketing industry mm-hmm. for many years. I played in that field uh, and then was no longer doing business consult and coaching, you know, for that industry. I, I tried several network marketing companies because I knew I just wanted to sell a product. I was done with the coaching. I didn't want to sell stuff anymore, but I've, I've got the, you know, business owner blood in me. I've got to do something. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I played around with, oh, I'm an ambassador. Oh, I'm, you know, an independent consultant, all this kind of stuff. And there she goes. The joys <laughs> of having a hound dog. Um, so, but I felt very limited. Like they're not my products. I'm, I'm pushing somebody else. I'm building somebody else's business. And yeah. the more that I like sat with that, I'm like this, like, what am I going to do if they go out of business? Nothing. I'm screwed too. And I just really was feeling like I don't have enough control. I can't put things on sale when I want to. I can't, you know, put out the graphics that I want to put out and I can't control what the leggings print looks like, or, you know, something like that. So it was one of those, I just want to create a product. I want to create a product based around what I believe in. And if I decide that I want to donate my money to save the poor, hungry children of Ethiopia, then that's going to be my choice. So I started to go the route of, well, I want to look for organic coffee and I want to look for, you know, locally sourced products and things like that. And I became too consumed by that part of the research of it. Mm -hmm. And I was losing focus on, no, I want to build a brand around the coffee and the coffee just happens to be what I sell. And so it was kind of like, well, what do I need then? Well, I need a nice bold coffee to go with the bold 
message that I'm trying to give women about it's okay to be you. And so I really had to make sure that I was focused on the messaging of the brand versus all the details of what are people going to, you know, what are people going to think if I don't have locally organic coffee, are they still going to buy from me? Well, yeah. yeah, there's a whole audience out there that just wants a good cup of coffee. Starbucks has shown us that. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, listen, there's tons and tons of ways to create things. I mean, and someone's always going to complain. Someone, someone will come up and say like, is, but is it vegan? I'm like, it's fucking coffee. Dude. Right. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Right. Like, I think that we get so consumed by the, those kinds of nuances and details. And that's, even if you don't sell products, even if you just show up online, you know, I, I recently announced that I, a portion of my proceeds are going to a new sea turtle foundation that I finally found a really great foundation that I want to get to. And I've always given to like local charities, wounded warriors, animal shelters, um, you know, homeless places for teens because they're usually filled with LGBT kids and stuff. But I was like the crux of my money. I just really right now want to give it to sea turtles. And I kid you not, people pop, popped up on my post and started saying things like, but why don't you donate to cancer? Mm. And, and I think that especially women, that's a lot of the fear, no matter what you put out, how much you intend it to be positive and where you're going with it and your entire thought process, there are going to be people on the internet sometimes who are there to just fucking cut your legs off and break yeah. down your dreams yeah. or try to, right? So, so you can't let them. <laughs> Exactly. You know what? If you're in line with what your beliefs are and what you want to be supporting, I think that's the most important thing. Not not trying to support what's the trendiest or what's going to be the most popular with everybody else. It's what do you want to support? What what do you what's important to you to give back to or what's important to be part of your brand? You know, it doesn't even have to be about giving back. It could be what's the important message that you want to be sharing. And as long as you can stay in line with that and not feel the need to give in, then it's a lot easier too to carry on that passion when the work gets hard or things like that. You know, you can stick with it a lot more if you're sticking with your beliefs and the message of the brand that you want to put out there. Yeah. And I think it's really important. You said that, like, if you don't want to give back, then, then fucking don't, <laughs> then don't, then don't, right. don't do it because you saw, you know, XYZ brand or Sally Sue doing it on her Instagram. Don't think that, oh, I have to give back because she did. Mm -hmm. If you want to give back, give back. If you don't want to give back, keep all your fucking money to yourself. That's, that's the joy of having your own business is you get to decide what you do with your money. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, like if everyone would take care of themselves, then everyone would be fine. Like yes. it's, Stay in your lane. <laughs> I feel like it comes from the whole, like, I'm going to knock religion again, because as I do, um, but I feel like it comes from that whole savior. Everybody wants to be a savior and a martyr. And mm. it was so surprising to me when I left religion to go into spiritual practices that the spiritual community is just as bad about it, wanting yeah. to self-sacrifice and women who are like, well, I have to give to others. And I'll see people donating to like GoFundMes and, and using their birthday as donation platforms and things. And I'm like, you were just posting that you can't pay rent this week. Yeah. You know, take care of yourself first. That's your yes. first priority. And if you're not doing that, I'm just going to flat out say you're being irresponsible. 
Yeah. A hundred percent. If you can't pay your bills, stop giving your money away. Yeah. And stop Period. worrying about donating to charities and things. Like if your kids don't have new shoes for school or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's not, you know, just because it's, it's PR positive doesn't mean that it's financially positive for you. Stop giving your shit away if you don't have enough shit. <laughs> That's true. And I see a lot of brands who build their entire business based on we are a service-based, we give all of our money away. That's a PR campaign. Those guys yes. are raking in millions yes. of dollars. And that's yes. what people don't understand about business. Everything is PR. That yep. documentary that came out about Paris Hilton, you guys, that was not a documentary. That was a PR campaign. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it's, it's so funny. That's a perfect example too. You know, another one too, that I was just having some conversation with about is the whole, um, the whole controversy about uh, Mr. Potato Head right now, okay. how the brand is dropping the Mr. And if people actually paid attention to the reason why it's actually a good thing. So the whole concept behind dropping the Mr. They're not getting rid of Mr. And Mrs. They're rebranding under Potato Head to be inclusive of, of non-traditional gender roles. So you can still participate in the Potato Head brand. You don't have to pick if you're Mr. or Mrs. And guess what? Mr. and Mrs. are still sitting on the shelf. They still say Mr. and Mrs., but the overall arching brand is now just Potato Head because they want to be inclusive. Well, unfortunately, 75% of the people didn't read that far and they only saw the headline. And now it's cancel Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head, because they, you know, hate men. Uh, you know, it, it's just... It's so crazy because it, like you said, it's all a PR stunt, all it of is. it. And sometimes it can backlash and sometimes, you know, you made the right decision, but if it's not supporting what you believe in, then number one, that's going to be obvious. People are going to see right through that, mm -hmm. you know, and, and number two, you start to resent pieces of your business because now you've been forcing yourself and your business to do things that you weren't even passionate about to begin with. Right. Yeah. And I think and that's, I think that goes back to what you were saying about how want to be saviors. We want to be the ones who donated thousands and thousands of dollars to that cancer research fund that really doesn't have any personal effect on us. Yeah. Or 85% of your money actually goes to pay the CEO and, and marketing. And so maybe look exactly. at that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. I think we just, you know, it all goes back to just remembering who you are and what you're passionate about and being honest with yourself. Yeah. And about I think how you're going to show up finding your values. So what's, yeah. what are some things that people can do? Cause we talked a little bit about finding who you are and maybe asking your friends. If I ever ask if, you know, what are some words to describe me? I choose three. Cause yeah. like bitch and irreverent are the first two. We already know that. <laughs> Yeah, those are the kids. Yeah, so I just need you to come up with that third word. <laughs> but I'm I'm a big fan of like finding your core values and kind of basing yeah. you know your business and your brand and your your marketing everything about around that. What would you tell people about that or like how to you know kind of figure out what those things are? Yeah, so old school 
branding and leadership training, there, there's these worksheets you, and you can probably Google core value worksheets. So what it is, it, it, and they're tried and true because they work. So it's a page with a list of adjectives and you go through and you circle the ones that kind of pop out to you. The ones that say like, yeah, I resonate with that. And then, you know, you flip your sheet over, go onto the next sheet of paper and you write down the 10 that kind of meant the most to you, the ones that actually stuck out. And then you put them in order of, you know, ones that are the most important to you. And from there, you'll actually come up with five to 10 kind of words that represent your values. And it sounds so old school and it sounds so simple, but the reason why people are still using this is because it works. Yeah. So it's kind of process of elimination. You have to figure out, okay, what, what am I, what, am I against? What do I know does not represent me well? Um, you know, I don't like to use the word professionalism because that is not a value to me. You know, that is not, so, I don't care about being professional. That is going to be my, my email back to everybody. When they say that you're not professional, I'm going to be like, that is not my value. That is not a core value to me, professionalism. <laughs> that's perfect. You know, and that's just one example of, of what is it that's not a big deal to you? Start off by crossing those off. And that sometimes helps you narrow down, okay, well, I'm now left with 20. What are 10 of these words, these values that actually feel like they mean something to me? Go mm -hmm. old school when it, when it comes to trying to figure out, you know, who you are, what your values are, what your brand means to you. Yeah. And I tell people even take it further. I'm like, pick three. You get yeah. one main word, yeah. you get two supporting words. Yep. And what I have found with a lot of the women I work with is that their main core values that they tend to pick start conflicting with one another. Yep. And so that's something like, what would you do then? Well, then you, you have to decide, okay, well, who, who am I really like, okay, great. Now I have conflicting values. You know, what, it, what would it mean to me if one of them went away? Hmm. If this one didn't exist, or if one of these didn't exist, which one would I want to go away? If you, if you could only take three core values to a desert island. <laughs> yes, if you could only take three of these, and one of them got sick, which one would you hope died first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. So you have a website where people can reach you. It is slightlyunfiltered.com. And of course, you're very um, active on Instagram at the same name. Uh, this is Desiree Wolf. And you have a podcast also called Slightly Unfiltered. Yes. Um, any last parting words or anything you would like to let our listeners know today? My parting words would be get comfortable with who you are and be okay with being yourself. And, and leave people who are doing their thing alone if you don't like it. I'm just gonna That's right. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stay in your lane. Yeah, if you don't like that the I drop F-bombs or Desiree does or somebody else out there does, then fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to write me a fucking email and telling me that it's unprofessional that I use the F word in my podcast. You know what? I fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> Thank you. I think this this recording has the most f bombs of anyone that I've done. So we win. That's how that works. Yes, we win. Excellent. 
Excellent. Well, I am looking forward to um, finding out more about your coffee and all of the cool things that you co have coming out in the future. And of course, Thank everybody you. get over there and I'm like, and hook up with Desiree. That's right. <laughs> get the hook up. <laughs> it's been so great to have you here for another episode of the Spiritual Badass Podcast. I would love to hear how this episode spoke to you and any feedback you have or just what came up for you. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and check out the website for more tips and trainings at www.amethystmahoney.com. If you enjoyed this podcast today, be sure to leave a review and share it with one of your badass friends who wants to create an amazing multiple six-figure business that they love. And remember, get clients, kick ass, and repeat.